0: Welcome to Asian Globe, we're your hosts, I'm Jackie, I'm April,
1: and I'm Jojo.
0: Thanks for tuning in to part two of the money versus happiness episode. We continue to dig into this topic by discussing our relationship with money, what our career says about us, and how the negative effects of social media can blind us from realizing what we actually want. If you haven't listened to part one yet, head over to last week's episode to get introduced to our guests and hear our perspectives on what we value more as we navigate our careers in our early 20s. Let's jump back in.
2: Would you guys say you have a pretty positive relationship with money? Or, I guess, what is your relationship with money?
3: My relationship with money, I think, has always been pretty hard to think about, only because I still have a shit ton of student loans that I have to pay off. So, like, money, yes, I'm making some now, but at the end of the day, I'm barely building up my savings account. And I'm still monthly paying off like thousands of dollars just to get this debt off of me so I could finally think about money more freely. So I just try not to think about money in general, even though like I'm in a good place now, but it's still going to be a struggle for me before I'm like truly free, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense.
2: I feel like I think about money a lot. Like I'm always on the apps, like nothing has changed from yesterday to today, but Mm -hmm. I'm in a Bank of America app, like (laughs) cool.
4: I think that's, that's the balance. It's like being able to, to have what you need, set yourself up, and then feel comfortable.
2: I don't aspire to be a billionaire. Mm. I just want to be able to support myself, support my family, not have to think about like if I'm at a fancy restaurant, like I don't want to have to look at the price and just be like, I feel like eating this today. Yeah. Yeah. And just order it without a second guess. Cause now yeah. I'm kind of like, mm,
1: do I really want this? Absolutely. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, we have it at home, <laughs> like, yeah. we, we have it at home. i like, yeah. I can make a mean tiramisu, yeah. We're not paying 12 <laughs> right? right <laughs> <right up. laughs> I
0: started to have a better relationship when I realized money doesn't equal happiness, it equals freedom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And That's it true. did take a while, obviously, growing up in an Asian household, being frugal is the number one thing. I was cleaning up my apartment and just throwing away trash bags was hard for me. I was keeping I everything. I felt like I was hoarding everything. Back in California, my mom gets some mail. She's like, oh, you got some free stuff. And she's like, why do you keep sending this? And I'm like, I learned this from you. I've been <laughs> signing up for all the freebies. Yeah. I don't need any of this. Even like a sticker. I'm like, I would love a sticker. Let <laughs> me just send it back home, you know? <laughs> But I'm still learning how to build that relationship with money, but once I know that sometimes it is just a number. When I was doing stock trading, it was messing with my emotions to a thousand dollar gain to a thousand dollar loss felt like a hit in the face. Mm-hmm. And I had to relook at how I'm looking at money, how am I approaching this, and making sure that I am taking the right steps that I need, but I'm not looking like this as it defines myself.
5: Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat as Yoni. And I would say it's kind of like a negative thing too. I think for one, I just don't make enough. But I do make enough that I can pay my rent. I can pay my just any other bills that I have and I can have fun on the weekends. But I think I would love to get in a better place with money, you know, in terms of savings and <laughs> for the future. But yeah, at the moment, I think COVID for this actually though, like in terms of, because I just... I feel like now I just kind of spend on what I need as opposed to what I want. Yeah. It's definitely allowed me to save. That's for one. I definitely... Yeah, We're just not going out. We're not going it's, out. It's the bars that are... Yo, you're saving money for that. Alcohol is expensive. <laughs> Maru is expensive. You know? <laughs> oh my god. Maru is
1: a bar in... Koreatown in New York. Don't don't, go! I don't recommend it. During COVID, don't recommend it. Pre-COVID, don't recommend it. Post-COVID, don't recommend it. I don't know why we went
4: so much. From your view, what do you respect about everyone else's work or like way of living? And You're looking at the grass on the other side. Oh, I'm jealous. What does that look like? I'm hella jealous, to be honest. Yeah,
5: Yeah, I mean, I feel like because... Well, I would say... Yeah, okay, I'm gonna single you out here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. I think only because like you can wake up every day and be good financially you know mm-hmm. and i mean i hate to say it but, but like let's go back to your point i i'm glad you said money doesn't equate to happiness but is more to freedom mm-hmm. i actually remember a scooter Braun interview like a complex scooter Braun interview and he said the exact same thing mm-hmm. and it's more so like it just allows you to do things you know and allows you to live and like be if you're stressed financially that's like the worst stress mm-hmm. right because yeah. like always on your mind yeah it's always on your mind Living it doesn't matter what life. age you are, like, you can be in high school, in college, you can have a family with kids. If you're stressed about money, then you're you lose sleep over that shit, you yeah. know? And, like, so, yeah, to, the, to your point, I'm jealous.
2: Do you feel like you can't make more money? Like, what do you think is holding you back? Uh, I think by nature home?
5: of the industry, yes. I think, well, I always go back to you, Ed, because I feel like the path that you took is very formulaic in mm-hmm. the sense that you know the exact steps you need to take. To get to where you are. Mm -hmm. And that is not necessarily the case for me. So that is like kind of stressful. It's the nature of my industry. No one really makes money unless you are like a high level or like a C level associate. And even then, it takes years to get there. So it's not as, I guess, easy to be a post. College grad and then you hop into engineering role like right mm-hmm. off the bat.
2: I don't know if this is a like hard for you to answer, but right. what is like a
1: dream job for you or does that not exist?
5: I don't even know anymore. Like,
1: like it's working even a dream.
5: <laughs> yeah. Does anyone even want to work? Because, like, because no. what exactly? <laughs> right. Like,
2: what exactly in your current role do you enjoy? Mm-hmm. And what can you take from that and put it somewhere else where let's say you can make more money and let's say you have more freedom. Right. Mm-hmm. What exactly do you like? I
5: think it's the topic. I enjoy shoes and if someone asks me like, why do you work in sneakers? Or like, why do you like it? I think my answer is always, I like the way that it kind of intersects all of my interests mm-hmm. in, in the sense that shoes deal with NBA. I love basketball. I love players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love hip hop. There's like what brands are not trying to collaborate with the best artists right now, you know? So it's just intersects all my interests. So by nature, when I'm writing, or when I'm at work, I'm thinking about these things. Mm-hmm. And these are things that I enjoy yeah. on a daily basis. It no, sounds really you know? fun. Yeah, like on, on a daily basis. So it's like, I get to write about the Travis Scott release. That is cool to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. At the end of the day, it just excites me. and. I think I get to be around like-minded people, whether I'm at an event, whether I'm at work, we get to talk about these things. I'm getting paid to do this, you know, like Mm -hmm. that is just cool to me. So I think it just, it just goes back to the way the pandemic affects it that, anything cool right now is done like yeah. just does not matter which sucks so like yeah. what's your dream job oh dream <laughs> job <laughs> i don't think that exists for me anymore yeah the, the word job is still in there yeah, you know what like I mean? like, yeah yeah the word job is still in there so and like i said before i don't think anyone really enjoys their job like i think nobody you know enjoys no nobody enjoys their job a hundred percent unless Unless no. they like started something. Well, founder. even then you're stressing about even it. Even then you know? it's like,
1: yeah. I started it, so now I'm fully responsible right, for this. Right. And
5: yeah. you know what the crazy thing too is, is like, I don't know if you feel Cause you're kind of like in a creative field too. Yeah. Everyone who works in a creative field, they yeah. never really glamorize it like that. Or at least for the people that I've met, they always say like, oh, it's just okay. Or like, mm. there's always something wrong with it. It's not like, yeah, it's cool, but this. There's always like, there's two sides to it, you know? And I could agree with that. I mean, there's always going to be something wrong. Honestly, I, I mean, me and Yoni have talked about this. Like, working in dating tech would be fun, I think. Really? Like, yeah. We're moving to I was, so that's AMS. Another,
1: AMS is hiring for a lot of positions. That's I another
5: did. thing that I've been thinking about. Okay, maybe like this kind of goes off to like our earlier topics, but like finding a happy medium then in which I can receive both, right? Yeah. So like I love Spotify. I love yeah. music. But like finding a happy medium where I can like it enough and make enough at the same mm-hmm. time. So, and I think
2: it's so possible for you. Yeah. I think so too. It's I'm, so possible. It's so possible, yeah. Manifested. Manifesting.
5: Manifesting And I think part of the reason too why I think I came to New York even is to experience that journey. Because I think by the nature of New York, we're in a city where everything happens here you know There's like so many opportunities, so many opportunities. you're gonna meet so many people and i was not getting that in the bay i just wasn't like the culture is here and i i mean i lived in la for six months but no it's here you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's just on another level out here i feel like i'll find my footing mm-hmm. somewhere yeah. here and i hopefully it happens in the next few years you i imagine? think
1: going off what you said about creatives not glamorizing their roles necessarily like for mm-hmm. me personally I try not to glamorize it because during college, people really praised being an art director. And I think that's also kind of why I pursued it. Because everyone was like, oh my god, you're so cool if you're an art director. Like, Mm -hmm. wow, you're creative. But for me, no one was really transparent or real with me. Like, you don't get paid a lot when you're first starting out and you're doing mostly banner ads okay that's what mm-hmm. you start off doing and no it's not fun or sexy you see other people doing shoots and that's not till you're like a senior or later so i try to be really real with people especially when they're younger than me and i think a big thing for me also is that being a creative full-time nine-to-five makes it so much harder for me to be a creative outside, outside of work it's exhausting like i literally yeah. sat down after work today i'm like it's a friday i'm gonna play animal crossing and try to design something and i was like you know what, I was doing this all day, I don't have it in me anymore. I have a
5: question for you though, because I feel like, if you were to look at my Instagram, (laughs) and I hate to bring that up, I still don't even like put a lot of my career out there, mm-hmm. you know, like, whatever, like, I'll post, like, a story of, like, some free shoes I've got yeah. from time to time, but I only do that because I want to be thankful, but also a lot of my pictures are not what I have to do with, my, they don't have to do with my job. Well, would you say that you do cool things? What do you no? mean,
1: I do cool things? I don't know, like... <laughs> like, outside of work, during work, through work?
5: Through work. Is there any part of your job that maybe people would be like, oh, shoot, like, I'm jealous, like, she made it.
1: I guess if I'm, like, on a shoot, then they're like, that's I feel like,
5: cool. I feel like your title is cool yeah absolutely See, that's
1: where i struggle because it's like you're not your job but for me it's like okay. i'm an art director like what the fuck is an art director <laughs> well
5: so me off that i wonder like is there ever any part of you that makes you want to feel like you own like i'm that bitch i'm the mm-hmm. art director you know because i don't feel like i should do that But also, I feel like I'm kind of in a position where some people might be like, oh, damn, like, he's kind of cool. But like, what at what point do I need to own that for myself? I mean, I think
1: you should be proud of where you are.
5: Right.
1: It's not easy to be in fucking New York working as an editorial writer for a sneaker editorial. like Like, Anywhere in New York, it's fucking hard. So like, I think to that extent, we should own what we do. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, yes, I make banner ads sometimes, but, like, we are more than our jobs, so that's why I think we should be proud of where we are currently, but not let it define us.
3: You should definitely be proud, but if you think about it, that's literally the main reason why these type of jobs don't pay as well as the other ones. It's because they're so coveted. Every single person's out there wanting to work for Sneaker News. Like, I'm sure people would kill for that position, you know? Mm -hmm. But in the long run, this just goes back to what we said at the beginning, is that the grass is always greener on the other side. Like, you don't know what you got until you're there. And then once you're there, you're like, damn, this wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be. I mean, it sounds like it is for you, (laughs) but like... It still has you thinking, like, where could I be other than here? So, but it's just the nature of things, which kind of sucks. that so, like, if something's so popular, why can't it pay as equally as any other role?
1: I feel like our generation is kind of the first one to not be satisfied with where we are currently. We're always yeah. striving to be better, and I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's because social our media. parents... Social media, our parents were immigrants. Comparison, Comparison culture. Like, social oh, media yeah. didn't fucking exist 15 years ago. Yeah, I mean,
4: going back to, like, your whole Instagram thing. Someone may be in, like, college looking at career options. I see Elliot Nicholas working at Sneaker News. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of glamorize that. The Instagram looks like, lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like, your life is perfect. But yeah, then, back, you know, we're talking about all this and it's actually not. It's all relative. And, like, everything is, again, relative. And you're you're always looking at, at things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So, no i think it's it's just important to stay in the present enjoy that this whole thing is a learning process everything is kind of like a part of your journey you wouldn't have these thoughts unless you you worked at sneaker news right, right. right. i assume like before you stepped in the role you also glamorized sneaker news mm-hmm. it was like the shit yeah and now you're in it you have that experience you have a new perspective and you're looking at new goals right mm-hmm. right
5: and so you can't really discredit what you experienced in the past right yeah i would say yeah i think my journey is just it's a windy road not a nothing not a stretch, linear
1: a stretch, I yeah know. yeah <laughs> So, Nothing's A B C It's like it's A Z A Z Q R D W.
4: Exactly. I mean like to your earlier point, like I think and we talk about this a lot, like I'm on the opposite spectrum where like I think I value more of that kind of certainty and stability more than the ambiguity. And that's kind of the, the source of my unhappiness at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's very scary to look at this ladder in front of me and see what can be possible in this role. 10 years from now and like mm-hmm. see my co-workers living that life i don't want to live and so that's, you don't wanna that's that i want to live Oh, that's scary to you it, yeah it's scary because it's
5: there and that opportunity is in front of you oh because you know like mm-hmm. i can have this like if i just keep going exactly. i can have this it's yeah yeah it's very it's literally laid out it's in front <coughs> of me like, I can i can see that i can yeah. see that
2: but yeah. how do you know it's what you actually want
5: I think that's where he's struggling. Right? Yeah,
4: I yeah, think that's, that's my true. source of unhappiness, where I almost crave the ambiguity that you have, right. where I want to explore, but I think, again, I'm in these the golden stability. handcuffs. It, they are handcuffs, but they feel great. And like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ooh. It's so fuzzy. <laughs> and like,
1: They're like fuzzy cheetah for Yeah, but it's,
4: it's so hard to get out of them at the end of the day, because they're handcuffs. It's
1: and how like, do you leave
0: stability for the unknown.
4: Yeah, exactly. And that's what I personally am going through right now, and what I, I'm trying to kind of figure out on my own. And so... The other side isn't that as perfect sense. as you think it is. But yeah, I think we're all we're all finding ourselves in like this journey.
2: We're all still really young. Yeah, yeah. Think, like, we're we, hella young. We you yeah. remember that? Like we have so much life ahead of us. Yeah. and if we decide to make a career change at age forty, so fucking be it. Like yeah. we can still do it. I
5: feel like no one's really successful until they're forty too. <laughs>
4: kind, yeah. of, kind of. <laughs>
2: Well, I made it Unless you're Billy Irish. I made it for thirty and and thriving,
1: okay?
4: <laughs> I think that's that's it. And again, like going back to social media, like I think we look at People yeah. are projecting a very unrealistic, unrealistic lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, that so excited reality. to announce. Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> <laughs> people are faker
5: on LinkedIn than they
1: uh, are on Instagram. When did that happen? They're so fake. I don't know. I think Instagram's pretty fucking fake too.
5: I don't know if you guys realize this, but this I feel like weird. I feel like it became more fake over the past year than it yeah. did yeah. in recent or yeah, past years. So. You know,
0: LinkedIn. No one is posting their failures unless they, they overcame it. Overcame it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like, oh,
2: haha! I got rejected by my 22nd company, right? Yeah. Right. Have a good day. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I to announce, I'm starting next week at this blank company. Yeah. Everyone's like, congrats! Like, I knew you could do it.
5: But you I, know what I hate though is that it fucking works.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I fucking hate. I'm, I'm guilty. I, I also did make that post
0: when I got my, my really? <laughs> It's hard because on LinkedIn, that post was like, I finally made it, and right. it sucks to be like. It is shitty for other people to see it, but like in my eyes, I worked my ass off and I finally made it to this Mm park to say I got the offer after 200 job applying, whatever, getting here. Sometimes
5: you got to be proud for yourself.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
3: for sure. For sure. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think the tide is changing, like especially with COVID. Like a lot of people are very transparent with layoffs and what's going on with them. And so they're sharing that part of themselves. Right. Because right. it's such a such a common experience. Yeah. People. I mean,
3: everyone's going through it right now, so I, I get it. I feel like it's super weird, like, if you think about our parents' generation, you only knew the people who were in your little town, city, whatever, and you're like, oh, this guy from high school, like, he he made it big, but everyone else is whatever, but now because of social media, you literally see every single person you've ever met in your life, what they're doing at every moment, oh, 100 people I follow are doing better than me, what the fuck, versus before. It's like, oh, the one guy in my city, he did great, I don't know what the fuck everyone else is doing. It's like, it really fucks with you mentally to just see that. Yeah,
4: it's not normal.
2: It's a social dilemma, dilemma. one might
3: say.
2: (laughs) Are you gonna watch that? Yeah, Yeah. we're gonna watch that after this, guys.
4: It's also like an effect of like, having too many goals. I think I'm a Mm -hmm. firm believer in like, the fewer goals you have, the more happier you are because you're, you're sort of content and like, that's the important part. But when you're like, you have an education, you know what's going on in the world, and you know what other Mm -hmm. people are doing you become a bit more depressed because you're not there yet. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it's really like at the end of the day simplifying what you want and understanding your values and what you need and staying true to that without being distracted by all these like external signals and things going on. And not compare yourself
5: to other people.
3: That's super wild. I feel like I'm the complete opposite. Where like the more goals I have, the happier I am. (laughs) Reason being, this just goes back to like something super simple. Throughout your day, you complete a task. That's a mini burst of serotonin (laughs) in your brain, right? (laughs) right. So the more goals that you have, as long as they're not like, oh, I'm going to become president. Obviously, you're not going to do that. That goal is never going to happen. But like throughout your day, goal: finish these three projects. Boom, boom, boom bam, serotonin, I'm happy as fuck. You yeah. know, like now I can like, like, like yeah. yeah, very small The yeah. more achievable they are, the happier I am, just like physically in my brain, like scientifically. Like yeah, yeah, like the small things just.
5: Like you're ticking the boxes. It you're
3: just, it just out. hits yeah. different yeah, yeah. in your brain. I think talk
2: about different kinds of yeah. 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 So I'm saying more like, priorities in life yeah mm-hmm. and you're just more like daily goals, daily like, goals yeah. you know? yeah. and daily goals are important too you yeah. know that habits are created by things you do every day so the magnitude yeah. is exactly different, so. mm-hmm. yeah
4: but i think that's that's pretty spot on what april said i think it's like being intent with like the larger picture mm-hmm. and having it be a large goal but not in a way that it keeps you unmotivated to achieve it like when i think about really successful people they're successful because they, they focus on one thing and they do it really well. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't expect LeBron James to really be, I don't know, a good cook or something. He's, just,
2: he's a <laughs> hey, good you know, basketball player. I mean, coach, I'm
1: sure you know. he is. He yeah. has like a good cook, something. Own, <laughs> he has but, yeah, speak for
2: yourself. This reminds me of something that Jackie and I talked about kind of recently. She was saying how people who are experts or just really great at what they do. Mm-hmm. In order for you to get to that point, you need to be slightly obsessed with something, which is kind of extreme, but it's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was saying, when you're trying to specialize in something, this has to be top of mind. Because Mm -hmm. if it's not top of mind, then I'm not going to follow through on it. But I had to be obsessed with something for me to kind of keep digging into it. Because think of LeBron James, think of Kobe. They were obsessed with basketball. They're doing this 24-7. It's top of mind. Mm -hmm. For people who are not obsessed with something, you're spreading yourself so thin because you want to be great at everything. Mm -hmm. So that's when I realized... I have to stop jumping on all these topics, thinking I can be an expert on everything. I have to choose one and be like, this is
4: I'm my be next I'm really session. good at this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I think what's crazy right now, though, is that we are constantly seeing the rise of other social media platforms like TikTok. Now it's like you can become a millionaire from being TikTok famous. When does that end? And when does the comparison ever stop?
0: I just want to say the one thing that I keep reminding myself is comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So everyone is on their own route. Once you stop comparing yourself and you just compare yourself who you were yesterday, that's when you know that you are on the right track.
5: Doesn't social make it so hard to do that? So though?
1: hard. It is. It
5: makes it so like,
0: hard. Like, why hard. am I comparing
1: myself to a 19-year-old right. dancer who goes viral and now is a, has her own, like, dance TV show on Netflix? But I
4: think that's the human part in us. It's just, like, very much uh, multiplied by social media. Like, you see it every single day. Probably, like, my screen time is, like, six hours. So honestly. I'm seeing shit. More, six hours. Yeah. Yeah yikes i get those sunday reports yeah <laughs> like yes just yesterday or two days ago i reached like the tiktok told me to stop scrolling oh and like no. and like yeah I you're was, my sister i man. was in it <laughs> i was in it and so i think in that sense again it's it's very human for us to compare but a third of our day is consumed by that comparison So
5: mm-hmm.
4: i think there's all there's a healthy balance to that like it's okay for me to compare myself to elliot and be like wow that's like that's inspirational i, I want to do that or right. like look okay, at kobe and like dang that's like that's it's sick it's, that you're flipping so the way you look yeah. at it yeah it's about seeing that and being very appreciative of it and using that as energy for you to you know do that in your own space in your own time
5: when do you guys think the age of the influencer is gonna
3: stop i think the age of influencer marketing is nowhere near coming to a close yeah. the I, reason I being is that these huge people. Just an example. It's driving all so, the sales. It's yeah, so, like, someone, team. let's say, like, a Twitch streamer, right? They have, like, hundreds of thousands of people watching them. They may have some sort of promo code that's linked to whatever company. That single code gets them thousands of new users every single day. Easy money for them. Yeah, so, right. I mean, granted, I think it might end in terms of, like, if you don't have X amount of engagement or followers, so, you ain't shit. But, yeah. like... Once you hit that threshold, you're set. You're good. Yeah.
4: You're good. I mean, I think, I think that's spot on. The advertising business model has existed forever, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's so fine-tuned. Mm-hmm. It's targeted to a specific audience. And you can track where that click goes if that transacts there as a sale and like that's so effective and so as yeah. long as like that translates into dollars and like we're, it's not going away and yeah. like this is also leveraging exactly this sort of insecurity we're talking about people are buying these things because they want to be these people and it's working I, I don't really see an end to it unless social media goes uh, away Goes away. Yeah.
3: yeah, I feel like something that people, or I guess maybe the average person doesn't realize on a day-to-day is how much information and data marketers are using to actually provide something that they think is the most relevant for you and like to actually build out these programs and all that just to make sure that you're making a purchase. Like the days of just saying like, I'm buying this billboard because I think it's cool is completely gone. Like every single thing a marketer does is tracked towards a KPI goal, conversion rates, whatever. And people don't realize that it's very mathematic and heavy that like what the marketer's job looks like now. It's really crazy to really see that they have so much information about you from all over the internet, what you click, what you're looking at, they're able to tailor that experience for you specifically. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't
4: know about you all, like when I see ads, sometimes it's like, how does it know that I'm thinking about it? Like, I didn't say it. <laughs> like, I thought about Theragun the other day, and like, all of a sudden, there's a Theragun <laughs> on my screen. Right. And so, it's like someone saying how they, they know exactly what I'm thinking before. I even think it. Right. It's I mean, scary. I work in
1: advertising, and I still don't get how that specifically, specifically works.
4: Yeah, it's but you look scary. at like ad tools, right? The Facebook ads, and you see the target audiences mm-hmm. and they're so... They're tiring. very specific. Nuance, so specific. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, holy crap, how do you know that this person...
3: like someone song. who watched the Red, but only this season and likes yeah, this yeah. character. It's like, what the hell? Like, yeah, it's so specific. Yeah. yeah. It's too it's much. It's very effective. It's
4: scary.
1: So we just spent a whole lot of time talking about happiness versus money versus social media, presence, a lot of things. But we never really answered what is happiness to us. Do we even think there is a real answer to that?
5: I or think like it's something answer? that you're constantly trying to find, because as you get old, I'm pretty sure your taste for whatever is different this year than it was last year. You know, and like I feel like it's just a constant battle, you know, to find it. Mm-hmm. I think at the very basis, it's like you just want to be able to pay your bills, have a house, you know, have a roof over your head have clothes on your back, food on the table. But I feel like there's just so many nuances to life that you can't fully achieve it all the time because we're constantly evolving and all yeah, that.
4: Yeah. To that point, I think happiness is very much continuous. Mm-hmm. It's very much relative to like where you are in time and space. It's very much the baseline. Like you want to be content with where you are in the present, where you're set up for the future and like your past essentially. And you're going to have those spikes either way. Like You're going to have like, you know, spike or maybe you win the lottery and then you go back to that baseline mm-hmm. and then you're going to have those times of like depression where you're like something happens that puts you in a bad state. But your all, goal is to really kind of get back to that equilibrium of like, I'm happy, I'm content. Mm-hmm. It's like a moving target, but mm-hmm. it all starts in like one very centered spot.
3: For sure a moving target. If you think about it, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. where like at the bottom you need food, mm-hmm. sleep, whatever, before you could even reach self-actualization, which... Is quote unquote like happiness, finding yourself, whatever. But if you think about it as the moving target, someone who may not be as fortunate to have food, them, let's say getting a meal that night that they were finally able to have, that could be happiness to them, right? But like I think it's nuggets,
5: nuggets, spicy yeah. nuggets. To me, that can <laughs> exactly. Be, that can be considered happiness. But exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But
3: it's, it's hard, super subjective for sure. Yeah.
2: I don't see happiness as something that's that complicated. In this moment right mm-hmm. now, in this room with you guys, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. To I mean, of course, like it's always evolving. And as you yeah. get older, yeah. you have different responsibilities. And I don't want to see happiness as something that's that complicated. Mm-hmm. I think happiness mm-hmm. can be very simple. Maybe that's like a really privileged thing to say. But something as simple as just being in a room with my friends and talking about whatever brings me happiness. Like I don't need to be doing whatever or making how much money or seeing whoever like this is happiness to me
3: mm-hmm. yeah
4: i mean i think happiness is an emotion it's very like rooted in in gratitude like you just said you're very thankful for this moment mm-hmm. and where you're at for what it is like it's it's making you happy and you're very you appreciate it for what it is and that's that's what it's all about
0: so i do want to thank elliot yoni and ed for coming on this episode of money versus happiness i think we covered a wide range of themes from the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Comparison is the thief of joy. Everything on social media is fake as fuck. <laughs> yeah. we're, not no, we're not kidding. No, we're not kidding. I hope you enjoyed this two-part series and were able to take something away from the Money versus Happiness episode. We'd also love to hear your thoughts on what you value more, so feel free to DM us on any social media platforms. We also want to wish you a happy early Thanksgiving and give thanks to you all for supporting us and tuning in. Along with that, next week's episode is a family and culture episode where I interview my mom and my aunt on their immigration story to America and how they adjusted to the American lifestyle. Don't forget to follow us at Asian Globe Pod on Instagram and turn the notification bell to get notified for new episodes every Tuesday. Bye! Bye! Thank you. Cheers!
5: Cheers. To glow it
2: up.
1: To glow, to glow it up. up.